Blog Talk Radio. joining in with us this evening. We bless God. We praise God. We glorify God for each and every one of you. Hallelujah. We would like to take this opportunity to welcome you to the fourth night of our end of the year, seven night Holy Ghost revival, where our topic is I'm still standing. And as I said in the post today, I believe that the blessings of God are going to pour here on night number four. Amen. We have a highly anointed man of God who is going to bring the preached word this evening, our very own Reverend Aaron Williams. We also have with us our very own Minister Pop Pop, Robert Pop Pop Hudson, who is going to be sharing his testimony with us this evening. Hallelujah. I'm just excited, y'all. I'm sorry. God has been blessing for the past three nights, and I'm in anticipation on what he's going to do this evening. I feel like I done opened up a brand-new bottle of Heinz ketchup. And you know that commercial where you sitting there and you waiting for the ketchup to pour out, and they start singing anticipation. It's making you wait. Well, this ain't making me wait. It's just making me excited. Hallelujah, God. Our uh, topic scripture for the week, Psalms 91 and 7. Again, Psalms 91 and 7, and I will be reading from the King James Version, and it says, A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come near thee. Hallelujah, God. I'm going to read that one more time. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come near thee. Amen. And again, that's Psalms 91 and 7. Hallelujah. And we know that the word of the Lord is already blessed. Hallelujah, God. Now, this evening we have Minister Robert Papa Hudson. He is going to come and share his testimony for us and with us right after we have this song of worship. The song that we will be listening to for worship before the testimony is Here I Am by Marvin Sapp. Again, Here I Am by Marvin Sapp. And as I've always said, we do not own the rights to this music, but bless God, we do have the right to play it for the uplifting, the inspiration, and the keeping of our souls. Immediately after Here I Am by Martin Sapp, the next voice you will hear will be the testimony of Minister Robert Papa Hudson. <laughs> Thank you. 
still standing Here I am After all I've been through I survive Every toil, every stare I'm alive I'm alive Here I am standing and what a mighty God we serve yes I'm still standing you know a lot of people 
have a lot of things where they wonder what's stopping me from still standing. Why am I still here? You know, a lot of things that we we have in our life that we place in our life that shouldn't be in our life that is that is in our life. And one of the things is fear. You know, fear is, is, is a it's, it's a difficult word, but it's pretty simple and complex. You know, sometimes we find ourselves grouped in the midst of fear. Some for some it's become powerizing, polarizing, and sometimes where it seems like you cannot mount the courage to overcome your fears. People have many fears. There are many fears out there. There are people that have a lot of phobias, which is <clears throat> also the word phobia means fear. You know, and, and when we overcome our fears, you know, it is not taking one big swing. You know, it's not one taking one magic pill or just, you know, wishing it away or even just praying for the problem to go away. It takes something deep down inside of us to muster the strength to fight on besides us being polarized and in fear. You know, one thing about fear is, you know, faith and fear, they don't go together. If there's fear, there'll be no faith. If there's faith, there's no fear. And, you know, when fear grips us, you know, it takes us a while, like I said, to conquer. Fear is not an easy thing to go overcome. And, you know, just to, to describe this, you know, I'm going to give you my testimony about fear. For a while, for a long time, I was scared of heights. And, you know, until I, I worked on the job where I had a cherry picker. And I was operating a cherry picker. You know, I was competent operating a cherry picker. And we're working in a warehouse where there's nothing but boxes of files. And as I started going up and up and up, you know, I started noticing that the cherry picker would sway. And the more motion I would make, the more it would sway. And when I had to move the boxes at, at some of the highest points, you know, out, you know, and one of the things they tell you as an operator is you have a, a lifeline that's hooked onto you. They tell you don't unhook. But I felt more comfortable standing on the rack where the boxes were held and, you know, and load them on there. So after a couple of times doing this, you know, a couple of supervisors spotted me doing this. And what they did was they said, you're operating the machinery in an unsafe way. And I told them, I said, well, that thing is playing back and forth. And they said, well, if you don't have confidence in the machine, you don't need to be on it. So I did it one more time and I got fired. And, you know, and after that, you know, I worked another job where, you know, uh, involved ladders this time, and it involved something called a man basket. And the guy asked me, he said, are you afraid of heights? And I said, yes. And he says, have you ever been up a ladder? I said, yes. He said, how high? I said, about 10 feet. So, you know, he tested me, and, you know, it was a ladder that was about 15 feet, and, you know, he told me to climb up the ladder and come down. When I climbed up and came down, he said, you know, that's actually 15 feet. And I said, okay. So as we, you know, started doing different projects, you know, he had a man basket. He said, hey, I'm going to teach you how to operate this. And as he started teaching me how to operate, I got comfortable with it. Then he showed me how to do a couple checklists when, you know, I'm on a man. So one day he got on the man with me, and he just told me, he says, hey, uh, I just want you to bring me over here. And then he says, hey, lift me up over there. He's like, I, we got to put a couple patches on there. So as I lifted him up there, and, you know, we got there, we reached a point, and then he says, okay, we can come down. You know, at that point, I was 25 feet in the air. 
And, you know, at that point, you know, he, he told me, he said, I got confidence. I know you can do this. And as he started, you know, building me up in confidence, I started doing other projects by, you know, by myself and not even knowing what was the, how many feet I was going or, or what I was doing. You know, last last year around this time, uh, I was 80 feet in the air uh, actually unhooking, you know, part of our plant. And, you know, God is amazing and, and God is good because, you know, before you know it, you know, through faith, you know, it, it, it just gave me strength to carry on, to conquer my fears, to move on. And, you know, and I'm going to leave you this with, with Hebrews 11, verses 1 through 3. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for, an assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commanded for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's commands so that what is seen is not made of what is visible. And amen, you know, fear is an invisible foe that we can conquer through faith. So soldier on, everyone. You don't have faith. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Did y'all hear what he said? Fear is something that is conquerable. Hallelujah. And you can't have faith and live in fear. Hallelujah, God. Faith will conquer, will um, cancel out fear. On the same token, if you decide to hold on to fear, fear can cancel out faith. So you can coexist in the same time in both locations. Hallelujah, God. I hope that testimony inspired someone, encouraged someone to just shout out, hey, I'm still standing. I'm willing to overcome and walk in faith and overcome and face some fears because I'm still standing. And we know that we are standing on the sure foundation of Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, amen. Now, I hope your pilots have been wet spiritually because it is time for us to jump into the main course. But before we do, we have one more drink of praise to give to each and every one of you. Tonight's worship ministry will be coming um, from Elevation Worship, and we will be listening to Braves into Gardens. Immediately after that, the next voice you will hear will be that of our very own Reverend Aaron Williams, not just a a man of God, not just a preaching, teaching, anointed man of God, but also a singing, anointed, worshiping, recording artist for the Lord. So we want you to sit back, start to shake off anything that could hinder your worship, your praise, or God's word from falling on good ground as we listen to graves into gardens. And immediately after that, the next voice you will hear will be the preacher of the hour, the man of God, Reverend Aaron Williams. Amen. Amen. Thank you. 
If you believe that, shout hallelujah. We thank God. We bless God uh, for allowing us to be here this evening. I hope that your holiday was great, regardless of the situation that we're in currently. We hope that everything that you desired. I'm I'm even fearful saying that, knowing that a lot of us have lost loved ones. I myself have lost loved ones that are no longer here with us. But God has us still standing. God, I do thank you, and I bless you for your goodness, God. Thank you. Uh, God, you have not answered everything that I've asked. But, God, I know that you're able to do it. And, God, that's why I bless you, because you're able and your will is perfect. Your will is sovereign. So I pray, God, that every hearer that is under the sound of my voice, God, that a word of encouragement, God, will bless their heart, God, in the name of Jesus, God. Ah, yes, God, despite of what we've lost, despite of what has happened, despite of what we've seen, what we've heard, God, we are still standing, and we're standing because of you. We're standing because of your faith. We're standing because of your love. We're standing uh, because you made us to stand. You made us not to break. Uh, God, that's why we bless you and we thank you. We bless and pray that you would ask and bless the words of our mouths, the meditations of our hearts, that it would be acceptable in your sight, in the name. Jesus, hallelujah. Well, the word is, I'm still standing. And I want to speak a word of encouragement. I've been meditating a lot, you know, and and I would say living a lot in retrospect. Um, I had spoke to Pastor Toy about this a few months ago, um, that ever since George Floyd, my mind has really been contemplating a lot of things, a lot of decisions that we make because time is short. We we, we don't have time to, I would say, uh, focus on ourselves and things that we think are important because time is short. While we're standing and while I believe a lot of us miss the mark of strength and power in God is because we believe the strength comes from us. The strength comes from our will. The strength comes from our ability to live this Christian life. But I want to declare that the strength I have comes from my weakness and dependency on God. I'm standing because God is standing on the inside. If I if I don't preach anything else, I want to say that again. It's because of the strength of God, because his strength in me is made perfect through my weakness. The Bible says in Genesis 1, God looked at everything he made and said, he declared, God said it. It was very good. God made us in his image. God made us in his likeness. God even put his spirit on the inside. See, we read these words of the Bible, and we read them in time. This is what really is beginning to minister to us. We read these things in time, in our time, in our realm, because we see and we cannot see in eternity. But the Bible says that the land was slain before the foundation of the world. God made 
provision. God made strength. God made a covering. God made a way of escape for me even before creation existed, my God. Even before I was on the scene, God saw in himself that I would be standing. But it's not a place to declare strength for self. It's not a place to declare success for self. It's not a place to declare uh, that I'm standing because I was just strong like that. It's a place for me to declare my humility and my surrender to a mighty God because it's him that worketh in us. It's him that's here to do good. It's him that is more than the world that's against me. It's him that's the greater on the inside. It's he, my God, hallelujah, I feel this thing. It's he that dwells on the inside that enables us to stand, that enables us to overcome, that enables us uh, by faith. Yes, but see, it, it, it's his faith. We walk in the faith that he gave because it's his faith. It's his word. It's his ability. It's his strength. It's his power. It's him that's standing even on the inside. My job is to find my place of humility. My job is to find my place of surrender. The faster we realize we have to give in, the faster we realize we have to bow down. The faster we realize that we have to be having, we have to have a prostate, a prostate heart, that we have to be circumcised in our mind that we may receive the things of God, we'll begin to realize and recognize and see the manifestation of a standing God on the inside. And I'm not just talking about because we want to patty cake God. We, we want to come to God partially. We want to come to God sometimingly. We want to come to God in, in a minute. We, we want to come to God religiously, and then we want to, real, we, want to um, we want to guess and wonder why we partially, we religiously, we sometimes see the manifestation of the power of God because we don't do it every day. We do it partially. We, we, we do it sporadically, and we want God to be there on time. Now, listen, God will never leave you. God will never forsake you. He will be with you until the end of the world, but you can't, you just can't tap into God with, like Samson at his own convenience when he wants to look good, when he wanted to look powerful, he tapped into God, huh? Nah, but he needed to tap into God because he shook himself. He, he shook himself and nothing was there, my God. We're shaking ourselves but the very substance of what we need to stand has emptied us. We shake ourselves and the very substance of what we look for to strengthen us. In us still had it. In us. We thought we still had the ability, but we found out that our strength was not in ourselves. And if God don't do it, that Elevation Worship song blessed me so much. He turned shame into glory. If you had 
my testimony. I, 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 I've been having Rob and Pastor Toy talking to me for a while. I gave him just a little snippet of some of the things that God has delivered me from. He turned graves into gardens. He turns bones into armies. He's the only one who can. He's the only one who can strengthen us. He's the only one who can keep us. He's the only one who can deliver us. He's the only one. My God, is there any other God? I want to tell you, beside him, there is no other. My God, yeah, yes, sir. All the gods of this world are but idols, but our God has made the heavens. And just sit on that for a minute. Just sit on that thought that our God, the God that time us. Oh, my goodness. The God that made creation. The God that spoke it into existence. The God that told us to come unto him all that labor and are heavy laden, and he will give us rest. Ah, my, take my yoke upon him and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly at heart, and you shall find rest unto your soul. We're looking for rest still unto our soul when the rest of, ah, yes, God, he, the Holy Spirit is not just the rester, He's the arrester, my God. Has he arrested your spirit? Has he arrested your mind? Has he unshackled your feet? Because that guy, that guy that I'm talking about, it's why I'm standing in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of social unrest, in the midst of trouble on the left, of trouble on the right. God still has me standing. God has me standing even beyond my own understanding, even beyond what I thought I was able to do. God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all, listen, that we ask or even think. Sometimes we pray to God, but we really don't expect him to bless us in the capacity that we ask. We we think he can, but not for us. We, we, we read about David, but that, that was David. We read about Gideon, but, but, but that was Gideon. It, it, we read about all of these great men and women of God that lost the mob, that wrought great miracles, that stopped the mouths of lions, that escaped the edge of the sword, that was sown of some, that were tempted, slain, wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, were destitute of whom the world, the Bible says, was not worthy. But they did it in faith. They stood because of him. They stood because faith is the substance of things that I hope for, not in my own, but I have faith because I know a man. Uh, Yes, sir. I know a man. Uh, My heart breaks even talking and thinking on this line because a friend of mine just lost his grandson last week in a car accident. In the accident, the car burned for some time with him in it. And while I called to talk to this brother and, and to encourage him and just to let him know that I'm there for him, 
I heard the strength of God in him. In the midst of tears, it was strength. In the midst of despair, in the midst of sorrow, in the midst of his mourning, I still heard the strength of God in his voice. And I began to get confident even the more that God is there with him. And as we departed off the phone, I felt as though he encouraged me more than I encouraged him. I got off the phone with anticipation, as Pastor Toy said a few minutes earlier. I got off the phone with expectation. I got off the phone understanding and believing that God, ah, in the midst of his sorrow, had him in the hollow of his hand. I wanted to say this because I heard Brother Rob say this because Fear, courage is not the absence of fear. I think that a lot of movies don't do fear justice, don't do courage justice. They make it seem as though the brave, <laughs> that the ones that, that, that have the heart to do it. You know, with the thing we used to say back in the day when we seen somebody didn't do something that we had courage to do. Well, you ain't got no heart, my God. Uh, you ain't got no heart. But courage is not the absence of fear, brothers and sisters. Courage is not the absence of fear, men and women of God. Courage is just saying, I got to do it. It got to get done. I'm not looking for someone else to do it. I'm looking to do it. I'm looking to be the one that stands. And I already want to challenge you with that. Who else but you? If not you, who it's not you to be the open door for God, for your family, for your generation, for your siblings, for your spouses, for, for your friends, for those that you see that are falling and busting into hell daily in your communities, even in your church. Who will be the Christian that declares, I'm going to stand? Come, come what may, God, I'm going to stand. I don't know how, but I'm going to stand. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know how I'm going to stand. I don't know how, but God, by your spirit, you have to strengthen me. Don't allow your name to be polluted. Don't allow your word to be polluted. But see, we're not, and God is not looking for yo-yo Christians. Yo-yo Christians, up and down, in and out. All around the place. We know we're doing tricks in church. But God is not looking for yo-yo Christians. He's not looking for puppet Christians. He's looking for someone that loves him. My God, I might as well tell the truth right here. Faith works by love. I got to say that again. Faith works by love. You don't cheat on your spouse because it's just something you don't do. Adultery happens more in the church, it says, than it does out in the world. Divorces happen more in the church or just about the same in the church as it does in the world. But what is it that makes a person faithful? What is it that makes a relationship good? It's the love. When we get out of love for ourselves, Mm-hmm. When we get out the love of our pleasure, when we get out the love of our own desire, when we get out the love and become selfless in the relationship, when it's for the other person, most men don't do it until they see the birth of their daughter. 
That means that means give me step, let me step back. Some men don't do it until they look in their daughter's eyes and it melts their heart. They realize how helpless they are. They realize that it's someone more important than themselves. Some men come about and do it as soon as they say, I do, because it's part of their character. But characterless men, as I was, had to have the Holy Ghost deliver them, had to have life with them, had to have things be lost. I told you guys before about a year ago about how my life went because of my hard-headedness. But when God, he's the only one who can. He turns graves into gardens. Ah, yes, sir. Ah, He turns bones into armies. He turns seas into highways. He's the only one. He turns shame into glory. God, God turned my shame. Afraid to show my face in church that I loved. I loved church. I loved church. I loved coming to church. I loved the worship service. I loved the presence of the saints. I loved the presence of God in the building. I loved the sense of awe of the presence of God in the building. I liked the love. I liked the countenance on people's faces. I liked how people behaved in the church. But I was more in love with church than I was in love with God. But when God, but when God restored me, in spite of me, when God, ah, yes, God, recovered me, when God reconciled me and told me he loved me, the love for God in my heart began to grow, and the desire for this world became less. The desire for things became an afterthought. The first desire was to love him. Tell you, saints of God, and I'm, and I'm just about done. One of the songs that Smokey Norfolk sang is Falling in Love with Jesus. It's the best thing I've ever done. If you want to stand moving into 2021. 2020 has thrown you for a loop. Listen, 2020 has thrown a lot of us for a loop. Not because we have done things that were wrong, not because I found out the other day that I was depressed. I said the devil was a liar, but the symptoms were there for clinical depression. I didn't want to do anything. I, I didn't want to be involved in anything. I didn't want to finish anything. I, I didn't want to complete. I didn't want to start. I didn't want to end. I just wanted to sit around and mope. <laughs> Have you ever been there? I wanted to do nothing. I felt like my efforts were for naught. And I wanted to see what the perfect will of God was. And I used it as an excuse to not move. I used it as an excuse to not accomplish. I used it as an excuse to not finish. But tell somebody, finish strong. Ah, yes, God. Tell somebody, we need to finish strong. As the day of the Lord is coming and is now upon us. 
the Bible says to encourage each other with these words that the Lord shall descend from heaven with a shout. Listen, Christ is coming. We can see in the signs of the times. We can see it in the headlines. We can see it in the crisis. We can see it in the news. We can see it in the scripture being fulfilled right before our eyes. And the Bible tells us that not only is this the beginning of many sorrows, but a lot of men's hearts will fail because of the things that are happening. But I want to encourage you, child of God, we that hear the word of God, uh, he that hear, he that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the spirit of the Lord says. Uh, yes, God, the bridegroom is preparing for his bride. Yes, uh, keep the oil in your lamp filled. How, Brother Aaron, do I keep the oil Field. I stay bowed before an open fountain. I stay bowed before the vial of oil. I stay in the presence of the anointing. I stay in the presence of God because there I find my filling daily. As I talk to him throughout the day while I'm driving, I just got up off my knees, but I'm still getting dressed, but I'm still keeping the conversation going in my spirit. I'm getting on my way to work. I'm driving down the street, and I'm still talking to him while Graves into Gardens is on the radio, while the announcer is making the announcements, while I'm getting ready for my day, while I'm driving and sitting at the red light, I'm still talking to him. I'm at work, but no one's in the office but me and him, and I'm still keeping the conversation going. The hustle and bustle of the day begins to start as people begin to come into the office, and even as I'm responding, I'm still putting him first because I want him to be the first one that speaks out of my mouth. I want him to be the first one that looks out of my eyes. I want him to be the first one they see because they see his light on my countenance. And throughout my day, I keep the lamp filled and I keep my wick trimmed. Yes. I keep my life consecrated. I keep my life to a place where I have to cut off and allow the Holy Spirit to cut off those things that make my life smoky. <laughs> yes, so uh, because when you have a dirty wick, it creates a cloud in your chamber that captures and allows and illuminates the light. I ain't going to mess with y'all too much on that. But as we move forward in the things of God, keep your lamp trimmed and burning. We're able to stand because we have the greater one standing on the inside. As I surrender, as I realize if he would withdraw his spirit from me, if the Holy Spirit wouldn't speak to my mind, uh, where would I be without God? Some of us believe that our lives were great. We didn't need God in that capacity. We only needed him for salvation, that we good the way we were. We didn't do anything wrong. We didn't smoke or chew, and neither did we hang with those that do. But he's greater than a savior. 
It's a song, my God. I hear it. And if I knew the words, I would sing it. I, I, I don't know if it's by, I don't think it's by Whitney Phipps, but I know that the chorus says, no wonder they call him. Larnell Harris, that's who sings it. No wonder they call him Savior. No wonder they call him Lord Jesus, God's choicest favor. Cost more than this world could ever afford. My God. Hi, yes, God. He ransomed his life for you and I, for our pardon. Sin's price paid in full, not in part. In Romans it says, if God, my God, so gave his son, how shall he not with him freely give us all things? God, we do thank you and we bless you. Bless you for this word. Bless you, God, that it's going forth and that it's done what you had set it to do. Thank you that you've hided flesh behind the cross and got glory to yourself in Jesus' name. Amen. Is there one? You saying, I've gone to church. I, 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 I've, I've seen what you're talking about, but I have not seen that victory, that standing, that spirit to stand, that desire, that strength to stand in my life. Or maybe you are just listening because you are invited, but you want to witness that strength that you believe that God has for your life. Or maybe you were one that has walked in faith, but you have not seen strength consistently in your life, and you want to rededicate your life to Christ. I'm going to say a simple prayer. Some of you know it. Some of you may not know it. But I want to say a prayer of confession, and I want you to read. The Bible says that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead. Listen, it tells us that same power which he raised Christ from the dead lives now on the inside of you and I. Listen, the same power. The, the, did I say the same power? The same power lives in us. We have to tap into that power. Ah, yes, God. For with the heart, man believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. I'm going to say a prayer. I want you to repeat after me. Say, God, be merciful to me. Forgive me of my sin. Forgive me of my disobedience. Forgive me of not trusting you. And wash me afresh. Wash me with your cleansing blood. I believe died for my sin. I believe that he rose from the dead. I believe that he is my one and only Savior. I believe that through Christ, I am reconciled to you, my Father. Lord Jesus, 
come into my heart as Lord and Master of my life. Holy Spirit, dwell in me now as I confess that I believe in Jesus, the Christ. Amen. If you said what you meant, admit what you said. God has done exactly what you've asked him to do. I pray that you would now find a Bible teaching, Bible preaching, Bible believing church somewhere where you can fellowship. Get on the Zoom app. Don't say church ain't open. I heard that. Get on the Zoom app. Call someone. And if you don't have any instruction on what to do, we have someone that's coming on the line right now that's going to give you instruction how you can further your walk with God. Amen. Hallelujah, God, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Did y'all hear that word this evening? Hallelujah. I told y'all the blessings are going to pour one night for. Now, listen, I, I hope y'all caught the challenge, and I love the very first. If not you, then who? Hallelujah, God, who can be that vessel that God can use in your communities, in your families, in your home? in your schools, wherever you may go, if not you, then who? Hallelujah, God. And then the last thing he said that just stuck and resonated in my spirit was faith works by love. How that's where some of us is falling short. We're trying to say we got faith, but we're not connected to the source of love. And the source of love, we can only connect to him through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, God. It's like trying to plug. You ever see uh, uh, one of them three-pronged plugs, and you're trying to get it to go into a, a two-pronged jack? It don't work that way. You got to have the right plug to go into the, uh, the the right extension, I'm sorry, to go into your plug. So you have to have that three-pronged plug to go into a three-pronged hole. And I love the fact that it's three-pronged because it represents the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah, God. So we just bless God for the word that came forth this evening. We bless God for the souls by faith that we know have come to Christ this evening. We bless God for the revival that is taking place this week amongst the saints of God and for the revival that has taken place in some of us just this evening. How, however it happened, we bless and praise God. We invite you to join back here with us tomorrow evening at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom for the fifth night of revival. For the fifth night of revival. Your soul will thrive on night number five. Hallelujah, God. Join us. The word will be coming forth through our very own minister, Arsenius Jackson, and testimony will be coming from our very own mother, Janice Hudson. You do not want to miss this move by these women of God tomorrow night when I say the power and the anointing is going to flow. Hallelujah. You don't want to miss it. We thank and bless God for Reverend Aaron Williams. He he is my new Jeremiah, y'all. That's that's our little thing. But he is my new Jeremiah, and and I just love it because what I love about Jeremiah is Jeremiah turned around and said, "It's just like 
fire, hallelujah, God, shut up in my soul, ha, hallelujah, God. So I praise and bless God for that man of God from Reverend Aaron Williams and the word that came forth this evening. We are not going to prolong the evening. We are going to bring him back so that he can close us out in prayer. Again, we thank and bless God for each and every one of you. And join us back here again tomorrow evening at 9 p.m. for the fifth night of revival. Reverend Aaron, if you could close us out. Praise the Lord. I thought she was saying I was calling me Jeremiah because I was a weeping prophet. I, I didn't know what was going on, but praise the Lord. I I I, I try, and 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 some that know me know and have been following um, DTW Ministries um, throughout the years. You know, God bless you for that. Um, knew I haven't been on the air for the past few months. Um, and like I said, George, uh, the death of George Floyd and, and watching that public lynching, um, uh, that's what it was. It was a lynching, if you don't know that. That was a lynching. Um, even in MMA, they know that once you see the person, um, as you, when you have um, stopped the flow of blood to the brain, um, that uh, that person loses consciousness almost uh, almost within seconds. And to kneel on someone's um, artery, I can't think of what corroded artery, um, for over several minutes, they knew exactly what they were doing. Um, so uh, it, it's already a known fact medically that you can't do that and expect the person to live, let alone be um, normal if he does live. Because without circulation to the blood to the brain, the brain begins to die. Um, and just to see that and to see people's reaction and people's outrage, um, there has to be we, – we don't want to legislate righteousness, but we do want to re- legislate right because only the word of God, only God can legislate righteousness in the heart of man. Only God can do that. We need revival. I, I, I don't think I've cried more in, in these last three months than I have in the last three years. And, and not because of what happened, but because of the state and condition that we're in and our need for God. And as we're moving to legislate man, let's not forget God. Saints of God, it's praying time. Let's not forget God. God, we do thank you for this day that you've made. Thank you for this open door of Purpose Kingdom. Thank you for Reverend Toy and thank you. For Minister Rob, thank you for those who continue to work behind the scenes and supporting those ministers that are ministering your word. I pray your blessing, your anointing, your strength upon each and every one of them. God, those that are under the sound of my voice that have received of your word, I pray that that word would germinate in their spirit, that it would bring forth fruit to your glory, that you would stand up in them. In the name of Jesus, God, that we would truly be more than conquerors through you. 
I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, saints. God bless you, men and women of God. God bless you, friends. We pray that you would have a great and prosperous new year. Go with God. Amen. God bless you. Jesus, Jesus bless. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never wanna see me down, I will not lose. He saved me.